All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And we've got to get back to the tweet sheet here as we are uh, getting your thoughts on the Bills free agents most easily replaced in your mind. Guys that if they have to be replaced, you're not in a veritable panic as to how the roster is going to look without them. We should mention that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell made his State of the League address at the Super Bowl, as he does every Super Bowl week. And he talked about more flexible scheduling, no longer just for Sunday night games, but that Monday night games will be flexed as well going forward. And that it's not out of the realm of possibility that Thursday night games may be flexed at some point in the future. Does that mean they're just going to flex them away? Because I'd be happy if they did that. I'm not a huge fan of Thursday night football. That ain't, no, that ain't going anywhere, bro. Well, not with the Amazon deal. That's not going but anywhere. here's the thing. Do you think that Goodell threw that out there? Like, and not today, but eventually Thursday night football could be flexed too. Do you think that's done to appease Jeff Bezos and the Amazon people after a horrible slate of Thursday night games this year? Do you remember the Thursday night games we watched this year? Holy I cow, remember, they were yes, bad. They were bad. and They I was, were awful. And I was disappointed in the broadcast as much as I was in the <laughs> in the I mean the, you gotta you gotta bring something to the t- it's an NFL game yeah. and it's the best league in the on the planet and it's it's the most watched television show in, yeah. in the you know in the country all the time yeah. every week and that's the appeal with the call. Yeah. Y- y- come on. They I'm were. With, I'm with you. And that. I get it. They were bad games, bad matchups, bad games, bad play. Okay. They were really bad. Some of them. Um, I've never been a. I've never been a sympathetic listener to a guy who says, "Well, it was a bad game. The call we yeah. weren't." Really, I'm. I'm not. I'm with you. On I'm that. not about that. I am with you on that. And so, because you have yes. a job to do too. Yes. And so, having said that, I, yes, that's only a matter of time. Thursday night football will get flexed. Well, Bezos is like, I paid a billion for this. Well, right. I'll tell you, he's all right with it because even the first first yeah. week alone, they got umpteen million new subscribers. Right. And the league is going to give them – I can't remember if it's this coming season or 2024. They're getting a Black Friday game. Well, there you go. Because obviously right. they make a ton of money on Black Friday on Amazon, and now they're going to stick a game on there too to draw even more eyeballs? Holy crap. Yeah, Amazon could – I think Amazon probably couldn't be happier – with the early returns, particularly given the fact that the product wasn't what they thought it would be or as good as it could be, and they still had the viewership that they did, yeah. I think they're fine. But the league has always been a really, really, really good partner to work with for yeah. these broadcast companies. The other interesting note that Roger Goodell brought up, concussions went up in number, but he said the reason why that happened primarily was due to a broader, more conservative definition of what a concussion is. So, in other words, independent neurological consultants, medical officials on the sideline, maybe it was not a true-to-form concussion in the traditional sense, but it was enough to pull a player off the field, put him yep. in concussion protocol. That goes towards the total for the season. Yeah, I, and I'll say this. I still this, think we're I, one short from week three, but that's just me. I did... I did. Notice a number of players, uh, more players than I have ever noticed before, pointed off the field by the officials, by this, uh, and said, Teddy Bridgewater in New York. Right. He didn't even have one. Right. 
But they're, he was they're missed. checking them out. Yeah, they're checking them out. They got evi- they evaluated a ton more guys this year, and as you would expect, they caught a few that might have gone under the radar in years prior. So yeah. that would elevate the number somewhat as well. I don't think there's anything inherent about the game that's different this year as to why the yeah concussions went up. Most of them come on special teams plays, on punt coverage, but you would assume, probably rightfully so in this case, that because they broadened the definition and they started pointing guys out for less and less symptoms or less and less reasons, well, and you get more. It prompted more evaluations, so you're going to find more concussions when you have more evaluations. And I'll say this, too. Um, I'm not saying this that. They should catch all of them, 100%. Right. You know, and that's, yeah, going forward, they're going to try and do that. Well, they're going to layer their approach, you know, with more and more layers. Think of it like it's the old Swiss cheese philosophy. If you keep stacking slices of Swiss cheese, eventually all the holes are going to be gone because all the layers are going to cover up all the holes. Right. And that's what you're trying to do with concussion protocol and concussion evaluation. Yeah. And the league each year is getting a little bit better at it. Yeah, you're such a foodie. But the, the, <laughs> yes, it works, though. That's correct. And I'll say this, too. Even the casual fan, if you've been watching the league for even a handful of years, like five years, you've noticed a vast array of new type of helmets that guys are wearing. They're all different kinds now. Yep. Totally. And they all, they're looking weirder and different and yeah, space funky shapes and all that. There's a ton of that going on. And that's all player safety. So kudos to the league for doing that. And, and I got to say, kudos to them for being as transparent as they are and addressing it full front, you know, just yeah. saying, hey, you know, we had more concussions this year. What Bills free agent will be the easiest to replace in your mind? You know not all 22 are coming back, so if you got a, a player in mind that you think the Bills are capable of replacing without losing much in terms of talent on the field, you let us know at 803-0550. We go back to the phones and to Mark in West Seneca. What do you got for us, Mark? You're on One Bills Live. Hi, guys. Um, as far as um, letting a guy go that uh... – can be replaced. I'm going to not go a free agent. I, I think it's time to move on from Ed Oliver. Um, okay. I don't believe the money he's going to command, uh, even with his fifth-year option this year, is, is worth it anymore. And we can't continue to have a guy that highly drafted to uh, be such a detriment in the run game. So uh, that's where I would go with that. Um, okay, so his number at 10.7... You would want to, I'm guessing you want to trade him so you can at least get something in return? Exactly. Uh, we'll use that money somewhere else. Even if uh, I'm not the biggest Edmonds fan, but if we needed to use that money to keep Edmonds, then I'd be for that. Um, okay. But, yeah, I, I just think they need to be more formidable at uh, defensive tackle. So, um, and, it, and the reason I called, though, was uh, listening to the gentleman from the Senior Bowl, um, and he mentioned, and I missed the guy's name, uh, the hybrid linebacker safety kind of guy. Yeah, uh, when he me- the- yeah, when he mentioned that kid, uh, it came it came to my mind that I was thinking, if the Bills do end up letting Edmonds walk, is there any? Do you guys think first of all, uh, is Milano pa- is he capable of moving into the middle? And would the Bills ever consider about drafting a kid like that, putting in Milano's place and letting uh, Milano play in the middle? is something like that could be done. And then real quick, uh, after listening to everything he said about draft picks, uh, I'm more convinced first-round offensive line, second and third 
wide receiver safety, however it falls out, whoever's a better value at each spot. And then I come back with another offensive lineman in the fourth round. That's my opinion. Yeah. Thanks, guys, and I'll listen. All right, all right thanks, bet. Mark. Good call. Uh, I don't hate your draft preferences. I think, as we all know, the draft rarely falls in a way that caters value-wise to your positional needs. And we also have to do the wait and see. Namely, wait and see what Brandon Bean and his pro personnel staff does in free agency first, where Brandon has made no secret of the fact that he tries to fill as many positional holes as possible going into the draft with free agency so as to afford them the freedom to go best player available in most cases. The problem with moving Milano down inside is is twofold. One, like, for instance, they drafted Terrell Bernard last year, and he and Milano, both instinctive players. Terrell Bernard is an inside linebacker like Tremaine Edmonds, but completely different. He's physically smaller and faster and all that kind of stuff and instinctive, whereas Tremaine Edmonds is this big, huge physical presence who is really mechanical and what he's doing is less instinctive. Um, if you put, say, for instance, Terrell Bernard evolves into the, your starting middle linebacker and Matt Milano's out there, you got two guys that weigh less than 230 trying to stop the run in the NFL. That's hard. Especially if you're playing a team like New England twice a year. Right. With a 230-pound running back. That's, that, that puts you in a tough spot physically. Unless you've got four massive defensive tackles up front who can soak up Cover blockers, up. maybe you got a chance. So, maybe. Yeah. We got to take a break here. Some final thoughts on the tweet sheet when we return here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 